If you're feeling stuck in your life and your work right now, maybe you're navigating a particular choice point, a decision, or you're not sure how to handle a certain situation, chances are there are just three areas that are holding you back from getting unstuck and just moving forward. In today's episode, we're going to explore what these three areas are so that you know exactly where to focus on to get unstuck. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can get unstuck and pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are, beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk all about how to get unstuck in your life and business with your unique intuitive intelligence. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. To download the five ways high achievers unintentionally keep themselves stuck in life and business, head to SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash five ways. We all face moments where we feel stuck, where we're unsure of where to go, we don't know what choice to make, and we feel like our hands are tied. In today's episode, I really want to unpack the three core areas to look at when you're feeling stuck to give you a jumping off point and an area to begin to focus on because when you are stuck, it's really hard to see the forest for the trees. You can feel like there's no way out. And what most of my clients tend to do is they beat themselves up for not being able to get unstuck because they're smart, they're talented, they're driven, and they feel like, ah, I should be able to figure this out. What sparked today's episode is actually what I unraveled with a client recently when we were working together. So without sharing the name, the particulars of this client, I wanted to share her story in a de-identified way. And as I talk through what she experienced and what she was going through, I invite you to center your own challenge and to notice if you can begin to pick apart the threads that are specifically at play for you. Why am I suggesting this? Well, I want you to pick out the really core elements of where to begin when you're feeling stuck. As I said, it can be really hard to see the forest for the trees. So as I'm explaining this client dynamic and the pieces that we looked at together, I want you to be able to identify where you might be able to look at, where you might be able to start so that you can get unstuck. Because I know that getting stuck and staying stuck is frustrating as hell. And for many of us, we stay stuck because the real heart of it is that we tolerate a lot and we stick to the status quo a lot. We sometimes have a little bit of magical thinking, even though we wish or wouldn't admit this to be true, is that we hope that the problem will go away. And sometimes it does. Some external circumstance will happen. Maybe that challenging person will leave the team or maybe somebody will turn around and do a 360. But, you know, we can't really rely on that. I really want to support you today in having the agency to getting unstuck so that you can just get on and do the thing, to go on and move forward, fail forward, and just to make a choice and get out of indecision. Because that, my friend, is draining. 
So let's dive in. We're going to dive into the three areas that are holding you back from getting unstuck in your life and work. And I'm going to use my client's example to support you in identifying which of these three areas is at play for you. So this client, this client that I worked with, beautiful, smart, intelligent, high-powered job, senior executive here in Asia, and she came to me feeling really stuck in her life and work. She was in a new role, which she felt a little bit disjointed by because she didn't have the exact functional expertise that was required for her in this job. But she was a smart woman and she knew how to lead and her boss really trusted her in being able to step into this role. So as she was navigating this role, naturally questions around, is this the right path for me bubbled up? Questions around, should I actually just be a stay-at-home mom? Is this really a time I should focus on them bubbled up? Questions around, oh my gosh, am I going to succeed in this or am I just going to fall flat on my face? So naturally she was feeling unsettled in her job. She was thinking, maybe now's the time to pivot into something else. And when we worked together and we dove really into the heart of it, what was really underpinning her dis-ease, her uncertainty, and her lack of confidence was the challenging dynamic with her boss. And if you've got a challenging boss, I just want to take a moment to say, I feel you, I hear you. It's not easy to be working in that dynamic. And so my desire and intention is that today serves you. For this particular client, this translated into dreading Mondays and feeling really frustrated because she felt like all of her mental energy was going towards her boss and going towards her work. And she'd actually been in her new role for a year by the time she came to see me and she'd seen a traditional coach before that. And she admitted that she'd been in this dynamic for a year and it was really stopping her. She couldn't really put all her energy into this new role because she was worried that, well, what happens if I don't want this? What if I fail? And so she was frustrated that she wasn't really doing very well in assimilating into this new role. And she was annoyed at herself because she's smart. She's a high achiever. And she knew that time is of the essence. She had young kids and she wanted to make a decision. If she's to spend time with them and be a stay-at-home mom, then now's the time. So together in our work, we unpacked that there were quite a few things underneath the surface, which brings me to the three areas that keep us stuck. So listen to this. The first area that keeps us stuck is our relationship to time. Our relationship to time is all about how we relate to it. And for most of us, put my hand up, myself included, we feel like there's not enough time. Not enough time to spend with our family, not enough time to devote to our projects, not enough time for self-care, etc. And for my client, this was playing out. Not enough time. The second thing that we looked at was her relationship to money. This is the second area that we get stuck. Her core belief was, I have to work hard to make money. I can only make money in this job role. And so that thought and that belief meant that she felt like her hands were tied, kind of like the golden handcuffs, like she had to stay in order to earn money. And that made her feel stuck. The third area where she was stuck was the relationship to her energy. Now, relationship to energy is a really big one, which I'll unpack more in a moment. But what I mean by this is that her energy was going towards her boss. It was limiting what she could do because rather than getting on with the job, trusting her instincts and doing what she felt she was hired to do, she was worried about how her boss would perceive her, whether she would be doing a good job. So those are the three areas to unpack when you are feeling stuck. What is your relationship to time? What are you saying about time for this particular situation or challenge? 
What are you saying around your money? What are you saying with your energy? And I'm going to unpack this a little bit more. When we try to figure out this challenge on our own, like my client did, we can typically focus on the strategy. We don't think about our relationship to time, our relationship to money, our relationship to energy. Typically, when working with a coach, we dive straight into what's the strategy, what's the solution, what's the fix. And as high achievers, you're naturally going to be really good at this. So for me, when I work with my clients, I know that they're smart, they're intelligent, and actually the strategy is not the hardest piece. The hardest piece is actually feeling aligned to the action that's in front of them. It has to be aligned to what really matters to them. So my client was doing all the things. She was trying to map out time to focus on what mattered. She was trying to figure out a solution of how to work with her boss when they lashed out. And she was trying to spend some time just to figure out stay at home mom versus staying in this role. So she was trying to figure out time to do this and to figure it out. But when it came to actually implementing these strategies to speak to her boss in a certain way when they lashed out, to have the time to spend with her kids or to think about her career, she just didn't do them. She defaulted to old patterns because deep down she was angry and resentful at her boss. So in those moments, it was so much easier to just do her usual thing. With working on her challenge of do I stay in this career or be a stay-at-home mom, she couldn't help but override her priorities to meet work deadlines or spend time with her family. And she felt like she wasn't doing one or the other very well, so she just focused on what was in front of her. And so she didn't devote the time to figuring out that question. So the truth is our best intentions and our motivation will only get us so far. What's at the heart of it, what will really drive getting unstuck and creating change is our beliefs and commitments. These beliefs and commitments, coupled with the routines and structures, i.e. taking action, that's what's going to make it inevitable to getting unstuck. For this client in our work together, we unraveled how it feels to hold all of this in her body. So we met that anger and frustration at her boss. We met that resentment around her time being only for work or only for her family and having little for herself. We work to meet that angst around constantly overriding her personal priorities to meet the demands of those around her. And allowing herself to feel it all, her body softened and relaxed, and her body's intuitive intelligence was able to support her and guide her on what to do next. Not from a place of should, but from a place of, I choose this, this feels right by me. And that is what lights me up to no end. And this is why I love the work that I do, because it's really about you deciding what is right and true for you. So in my client work, I bring in a combination of embodiment, energetics, and subconscious repatterning work to help you get unstuck. We bring in all the facets of you, your mental, emotional, energetic, physical, and spiritual self. And then we top it off with the strategy, which is like the cherry on the top of the proverbial Sunday, because it's easy and effortless when it's flowing from you. So I'm going to dive into these three areas that keep you stuck a little bit more. But I want you to know that for the month of June, at the time of this recording, I am offering intense VIP days where I get to work with you on all of this in a one-on-one setting. It's a VIP day where we meet just you and me virtually, and we really have the opportunity, you have the opportunity to devote time and attention to you, to getting everything out on the table, laying out all of the different threads at play in your career or in your business or in your life, and looking at all of your options, making sure that no stone is unturned, and making a decision and a choice point on where to and where's next. 
So if you would like personal support for the month of June, and you're listening to this in June, come on over to the show notes at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 24. That's the number 24. And you'll get all of the details over there. All right. So let's dive into a little bit more about these three areas that I mentioned, your relationship to money, your relationship to time, and your energy. How do we begin to unpack what is it that's keeping you stuck? Well, the first thing that we do is we look at what are all the threads that are at play here? Oftentimes with the clients that I work with, there can be a challenge to really be honest and to truly feel and get to the heart of what's keeping them stuck. It can feel like you're opening up a can of worms and you're going to go into a downward spiral. But the truth is the opposite happens. It's like you get to lay all the chips on the table and get it all out. So in the case for my client, when we worked together, we actually realized that the issue was not, does she want to be a stay-at-home mom or does she want to stay in corporate? The real issue was, my boss is a real challenge and I need to know how to handle this person in order to be able to thrive in my career. And when you can really get clear on what the specific thing is to look at, that's when things can change. Because unless you do, you could go to another job and find the same thing a challenge. So for me, I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts, when I left corporate and started my own business, I brought that same challenge along with me of working hard, not honoring my time, burning out. I didn't learn that lesson in that moment. And so that's why I really want to support you in getting clear on what is the specific piece that's keeping you stuck. Because if you try to change the outer without realizing what's at the heart, then you're just going to attract the same situation no matter where you go. And I want to support you to make sure that that doesn't happen. And it starts with letting all the threads flow, letting yourself get honest and open that can of worms and knowing that it's not a downward spiral. Not going to lie. Yes, it will be uncomfortable. That's the work that I do. It's uncomfortable. It's messy, but it does all come together. The best analogy I can give for this is like decluttering. I'm obsessed with the home edit at the moment on Netflix, which is all about decluttering and reorganizing. Oh, I just love all of that. I'm a bit of a stationary nerd. And so I get some pens and papers and they all get a bit out of control, but I digress. So the home edit, it's the same thing as like where you're stuck. Before you edit or convert your room into this beautiful Zen den, you want to get everything out. You want to clear out all the clutter and you want to reorganize things. And here's the thing. Everything is interrelated. You can't compartmentalize your life. I focus on careers and business in my work, but the truth is you, the sovereign person, is at the heart of your career and business. You drive it forward. And so naturally, when you look at this, you have to include the parts of you that are a parent, a child, a sibling, an aunt, an uncle, a friend. All of these pieces matter. All of you matters. So you want to get everything on the table. In the example of my client, right, we had to look at her as a mother as well. So this client, you know, she was a mom and wondered if she was missing the best years of her kid's life. And so in looking at this, and that's where we started, right? We didn't know it was really her boss. You know, it brought up a series of questions and thoughts, which can be uncomfortable to meet. Am I a bad mother? Can I have it all? I'm annoyed that my husband doesn't feel this way. Screw the patriarchy. If I am a stay-at-home mom, I don't want to lose my independence and financial stability. I need to work, but it's so hard. I'm undersupported. This is kind of the thought trail that might come out. You want to get all of this out. Once you've got it all out, then you can really look at the threads that are really at the heart of the angst that you're feeling, and that's what's really keeping you stuck. 
So when we met all of that, we realized that what was at the heart of it was that the dynamic with her boss was really hard. Deep down, she actually loved her work. And she realized, I have flexibility here to be there with my kids. I can go pick them up from school if I want. I can go watch them at assembly. But really, what was at the heart of what was keeping her stuck was the unknown and discomfort of having to renegotiate this relationship with her boss. It was hard. It would be difficult. They were a challenging personality. And so her mind tried to keep her distracted with something that was easier. Should I be a stay-at-home mom? So as I said, if you need support to unpack this and figure out the spiral and what is the thought loop, what is at the heart of it, come on over to SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 24 to learn more about these VIP days and how I can support you. Because sometimes this bit can be tricky. We hide in our shadows and it can be hard to see. And sometimes, yes, even as a high achiever who's really smart, you might need some support on that. And that's perfectly okay. As a high achiever, my guess is that you're used to doing it all, but you really don't have to. And you don't have to suffer in silence or wait for months or years to pass to get this sorted. All right, so that's how you begin this process. Let's dive a little bit into those three areas that I mentioned. Relationship to energy, time, and money. So energy, how do you know if what's keeping you stuck is your energy? Well, For my client, as you can tell, she was really stuck in her energy. Yes, she had some challenges with time and she had some challenges with money, which were the first things to present, but really it was her energy that was off. Her mind wanted to avoid the pain and discomfort of having to renegotiate that relationship to get her focus back on the mother versus work debate so she didn't have to handle that pain. So for her, the idea of escaping her boss by quitting her job and being a stay-at-home mom was appealing. But deep down, she knew that she loved her work and was damn good at what she was doing. And she valued her financial independence too. So you can see how these two opposite sides were at play. And this dynamic was at the heart of the issue. It all seemed to be at the heart of the issue. A challenging boss, which would require her to stand up, set some new boundaries around how they treated her and spoke to her, felt very unsafe. And the mind's number one job is to keep you and I safe. So it came up with something brilliant to get her distracted instead. So if you're stuck, your energy might be off. You might be focusing on something else, thinking something else is the issue rather than what's at the heart of the issue. And remember, if your energy isn't aligned and 100% behind you, then you're not going to get unstuck. You're going to keep going on mental thought loops like my client had and stay there. And it's like putting the proverbial foot on the accelerator and then on the brake at the same time. You want to have your energy aligned. So when it's time to go, you put your foot on the accelerator. When it's time to stop, you put your foot on the brake. No more of this stop, start, stop, start bunny hopping business. So energy is oftentimes what can go wrong. And that can be due to mindset, beliefs, conflict and values. It can be so nuanced and I could do a whole other podcast episode in and of itself. But first place to check is where is your energy and is it off? The other area that keeps us stuck is around time. One of the biggest challenges I hear people say is that I don't have time to do whatever it is they want to do, or I'm too old to start X, or I'm too young and inexperienced to do Y. I've used this myself and I've used this excuse many, many times. As I've said in previous podcast episodes, My edge and where I find the greatest challenge is negotiating the two roles that I have as a mother who deeply loves being a mother and loves her children and a sovereign woman who's called to this work that I love to do. Naturally, there is only so much time in a day and priorities can sometimes conflict. 
So sometimes we actually just need to get our head on straight and address our relationship to time. We only get so many hours in a day and it's up to us to find a way to use our time in a way that works for us. The I don't have time thought loop can be a guise for many things. It can be a guise for overworking and overdoing so that we don't have to slow down and feel or meet the discomfort of a certain situation, relationship, or dynamic. It can be a guise for a lack of boundaries. Maybe the challenge with your time is not time itself, but the fact that you don't put boundaries in place and you continually put everybody else's needs over and above your own. It can also be a guise for a lack of self-worth, self-belief, and self-honoring, that people-pleasing, doing what others want, and so much more. Getting to the bottom of this is the work that I absolutely love to do because when you get to the heart and the crux of what's keeping you stuck and the strategy and your energy behind what's keeping you stuck can then flow, then that propels you forward. And that's exactly what we'll do on your VIP day if you want to unpack this in greater depth and get unstuck and on your way. And the caveat and the nuance I will say here is that what you decide today may not be the same as what you decide in three, six, nine, 12 months later. So we have to really honor the season of the life that you're in when looking at your time. So please don't think that this is just a one and done. This is an ever evolving dynamic to look at. All right. The final area that keeps us stuck is money. And oh, like I said before with energy, I could do a whole podcast episode on that. I feel like I could do that for this. Money is a biggie. And maybe I will do a whole other podcast episode on this. But for today, what I want to share is that money can sometimes keep us stuck. Not just the money itself, but our relationship to money. It's sometimes our belief around money, that we don't have enough money. We don't have enough funds or resources to do the thing that we want. Or it might be that a certain path won't yield us the money that we desire. And I'll be honest, sometimes that's true. (laughs) Not going to lie. Sometimes we don't have the money. Or sometimes a certain path will not yield us what we want. And getting into reality around that is important. But the only way to know something is to get into action around it. And when I talk about money in this context, I'm talking about our relationship and our beliefs around it. Some of the beliefs that I see keep women stuck, particularly women, are not taking the time to do what they enjoy just for fun because it's not productive and it doesn't have an output attached to it. And sometimes we just need to do things for fun. Sometimes our careers don't have to be 100% bliss, our passion. You know, working in my business, there are parts that I don't enjoy and there are parts that I absolutely love. But you know, some career paths don't have to be something that you do as a job. They can just be something for fun. Money beliefs can also hold women back from just taking the time to look after themselves. I see so many women spending money on kids' activities and making sure they've got all of the funds and all of the resources to do brilliant things, but they don't do anything for themselves. And sometimes we just need a little bit more self-care to have the energy and space to realize, okay, I can do this thing or I want to do this thing. Some money beliefs that also hold women back is not hiring support to free up their time. This can be from having an assistant in their business or a house cleaner at home. And the more obvious and blatant ones are not negotiating a pay rise or promotion. So it can look like just accepting when a company says, yep, you're due for a promotion now or no pay rise for you this year. We've got to be more proactive. Taking it a step further, if you're trying to get unstuck and look at a different career path in general, then sometimes the lack of money or having to start all over again can keep you stuck. So money sometimes is a limit and genuinely it's not available or a certain path will not yield the amount that we desire. 
But oftentimes it's our relationship to money that can keep us stuck and a simple reframe and getting honest around this can really help us see a different solution and a different path and a way through. So those are the three ways. Those are the three areas that we stay stuck. And I just want to leave you with this because you might be asking, okay, great. I know what these three areas are. Why should I prioritize this now? Let me ask you. I invite you just to bring to mind a certain situation in your life and your work right now. And just think about if there's a situation, a person, a project that you're ruminating on. Maybe something that you're asking, should I or shouldn't I? Should I stop doing it or should I start doing it? And I invite you just to think about what is really keeping you stuck? Is it a thought around money or time? Or is your energy just not in it? It could be one area, it might be all three. And I want you to ponder these questions. What's the cost of staying stuck in this indecision? What's the cost of staying stuck in this indecision? It might be as simple as taking up precious mental space, or maybe it's a question that you keep coming back to time and time again after all these years. And I want you to think about where would you be in a year if you just decided something on this? If you could get unstuck, where is it that you would be? And just notice, is that something that you want? I ask this because oftentimes when we're stuck, it can be hard. It can be uncomfortable. And naturally, we put it into the, I'll get to it later basket, because we don't want to feel discomfort. Life's busy and stressful and and hard enough. But what happens is that we find ourselves in the same spot months later, years later. And I don't want you to waste your precious energy. Life is too short. Make a decision and move on. If you need support and want to spend a day with me to get to the bottom of what's keeping you stuck so that you can finally take action and make it happen, then come and check out that VIP program that I'm running in June. You'll bring your challenge and your open, vulnerable heart, and I'll bring my bag of tricks in the realm of embodiment, energetics, and mental subconscious work, and together we'll get you unstuck and on the right track, and the strategy will flow. You can check out all the details over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 24, that's 24, as well as all of the show notes from today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. For further show notes, guest information, and to receive your free guide to the top five ways high achievers unintentionally keep themselves stuck in life and business, go to SiobhanBarnes.com. Thank you.